like you want ass. I need to feel pain. I need to release. Mm-hmm. See, I got some notes for your ass today. You better not. I got some notes for your motherfucking ass. You have ass. notes for me? I do questions. First of all, I left my book. On the way here, I left my book to like with the questions. Are we recording right now? We are. No way. <laughs> you was so... Set your ass up. You over here snacking away. Them cookies look good, too. Yeah. Well, get your last cookie in. What's going on, y'all? My name is Kirk Valentino. <laughs> I got I caught everybody off guard. I just started recording. Candid, candid audio. It's an audio experience. See, you can't do that because what? <laughs> Hold on, I'm about to pause it. I'm sorry. Should I say what's going on, y'all? I'm Kirk Valentino. Welcome to Playtime is Over. This is Belange. Hey, and this is Cassie. Cassie, listen, I'm going to need you to not be in your motherfucking phone. I got some notes for your ass today, and I need you to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what's so funny is I'm here. First of all, we're late as fuck. Super, super um, technical difficulties, but it's okay. Because you know what? You know what happens in life when shit like that happens? You persevere. We are here. Persevere. Okay, so Boom. Episode three, I wanted to bring Cassie back because, well, if you haven't listened to episode two, I implore you. Episode two was cute. Like, episode two was cute. It was really cute. And she really got into the origin of how she ended up in the club and how that happened. So if you didn't listen to episode two, I would go back and then come back to this one because it would just make more sense. It would be more cohesive. But hey, if you, you want to do what you want to do, hey, that's on you. But I did want to bring you back because I feel like we didn't really get into the details like how I wanted to mm-hmm. um so me and my co-host over here Falange we got some notes for your ass so you you better be you better be ready so episode two highly recommended highly recommended <clears throat> for y'all asses mm-hmm. um now my first question you got your questions ready mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna go back and forth back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. Okay. so my first question was you know like I a lot of like people that have been in that lifestyle usually be like, oh, because I'm from the streets. Like, I'm from the streets. I live that life. <clears throat> Would you say that you are from the streets? Like, is that something like, how do you feel about that terminology? No, I'm not from the streets. I'm from the suburbs. Um, but being that you actually lived that life and you were doing that for some time, do you consider, like, what do you consider that? Like, I just consider that I'm still from the suburbs. You can tell the difference, like, in that lifestyle when I would talk. Like, they they could tell, like, yeah, she she's not from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? We're going to jump right into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> let me see. What question should I ask first? Um, all right, I'm going to ask this one. So do you feel like this part, <clears throat> excuse me, do you feel like this part of your life opened doors for you? And if so, what ways? Yes, definitely. Um, I feel like it made me more confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, just overall act, um, interacting with like different people, like, cause you know, being from the suburbs, you are kind of like, I don't know, you think the world is like perfect and <laughs> it really isn't. And then when you're in that world, you see like it's really different. And then when you meet all the different walks of life in that world, you're like, wow, like eh, this is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Hoes be fake. So have you ever had to like beat a bitch ass or have you ever got your ass beat? And it's okay if you did. We're not judging. But did you get your ass beat in the club because maybe you was messing with a bitch money or maybe a bitch was messing with your money and you had to whoop her ass? I never. Never got your ass beat? Never. No, I don't play that. Like, (laughs) no. Hey. So you ever, have you had to whoop somebody's ass? Never. So what was like the craziest, like what was the craziest thing that's happened to you in that like has had, or it might not have been to you, just has happened. Like, what was the craziest thing you would say? Witness, because I know, like, the craziest. Sometimes okay. I've seen videos where people is like shootings in the club. So, what's the craziest? So, the a month in um, dancing, I would say when we were just dancing, I didn't even know what was going on. I'm like dancing and I couldn't hear anything, but the security ran inside and said they are shooting up outside. So everybody in the club like stopped they stopped the music everybody was running um the person i was dancing for he like pulled me down to the floor and i'm laying on the floor he's trying to shield me but we had bulletproof like i said glass so of course the bullets hit the glass but it never came through but that was really scary because then the police came and i mean when we went outside when we were able to leave there was bodies oh shit so that made me but you know and actually like where my car was parked was a lot of cars where the bullets went in so you know of course that's part of the crime scene but my car was like right there and nothing happened to my car and I was very very happy about that but that was one of the scariest nights for me because I never you know witnessed that and it was all because they had put this guy out the club because he was touching a girl on stage and he just he came back with his boys and he was shooting oh, up oh wow yeah so the security outside was shooting back and they wind up it was three guys they wind up killing two the security yeah killing two of the guys that came back shooting and and then it was like one I think one guy had got shot or something had a getaway car I'm not sure um, but I, they said he had died on 285 on the way to the hospital oh wow so like so in the parking lot yeah it's like you see bodies and you're what the fuck yeah it made me feel like um, for a couple of weeks I went I didn't want to go back mm-hmm. because I was just like yeah what if that happens again they're like that norm- that normally doesn't happen I'm like what we in the hood you know? I'm just like I don't know but. Needless to say, I wind up going back. You were, you was like, listen, I'm, I'm, you was nervous at first, but I guess you said, fuck that. I'm about to get this bread. Yeah. First of all, I want to say this, too. If I was a security guard and I lost my life for this job, I would be so mad. I would be, like, on the other side, like, so mad that that's how I went out. Rest in peace to those people. I mean, he was. It wasn't. It a wasn't security guard. It was the guys who died. came back to shoot. No, who, shooting who the club. died? The guys that came back. And start shooting so up the no club. Security so no security died. Mm-hmm. Oh, the no okay. they, I mean, the security died. No, they the security shot back. Oh shit! Yeah, but they yeah. killed. They wind up killing the boys. They were, and they, I oh. forgot. Like um, I don't want to go too deep into it or whatever. But it was, no, get deep. Let's get into. No, let's I get can't really go too deep. <laughs> but it was somebody that was um one of the guys that died was like his father was like well known. Oh yeah, okay, don't get don't yeah, get deep so, into that. That was that definitely was an issue. Oh wow! So did they ever come back because he died? So was it like? Oh, I mean. That part, I don't know, because like I said, like, they'll talk, but I, I, I try not to get into that, like, talk mm-hmm. with all that. Like, I come, I make my money, and I pretty much just leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that for you. Yeah. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money's the motive. Um, my next question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you also mentioned in the last episode that you were sober yeah. the whole time, like, your whole, that whole career. So... 
um, what were some ways that, like, have you ever felt the need to, like, try to calm down in another way? Or um, was there, like, a another remedy to, like, help you loosen up before you get on stage? Um, no remedies. No common, no pill popping, none of that. Like, so nothing. I was completely sober. Um, I think it was more like when I would look at the girls and they were, like, doing all these drugs just to go dance. I'm just like, really? Like, it, it isn't... Me being new, I just kind of felt like, does it take that much just to dance? Like, and I felt like they were doing all that because um, they were trying to mask some type of pain. Mm -hmm. And so, and they were from the streets. So being that I'm from the suburbs, it was a little different for me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, yeah, I felt like if I couldn't do it sober, I can't do it at all because I wouldn't know my true self. Mm -hmm. So it, it was always sober. So you, what kind of drugs were they, were they doing like Coke? Everything. Everything. I would see everything. Oh my God! So they would just take a quick bump, like before they everything. went. Everything. Wow! And did anybody ever offer you anything? Um, yeah. And I'll be like, Nah. And they'd be like, Oh, you square? And I'm just like, oh, I'm a secret to be a square. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's that. You have to really be a certain type of person because I feel like most people after a while would give in and just be like, That's self control. Mm hmm. On another level, like after being there for a while, you'd be like, Let me just try it. You know? Yeah. Like I always yeah. wondered what a, a coke high would be like. Not to say I would try it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Not to say I wonder to that capacity where I'm going to go try it. Right. Because I, like, you know, I'm I'm not really a druggie. Right. But I just always want, like, people really be, and then it's so fucking expensive. Like, I have a friend that did coke, and she was telling me, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, so how much is it? And she was like, well, it was just 150 150 for for a rock or a little small no bag. not crack a little small <laughs> bag this like big the, oh the little little baggies. the little small baggies yeah. 150 bitch it are you even worth it that's why the, the fucking drug dealers be so rich 150 are you fucking mm. kidding me i said well not if i was if i really wasn't interested before i'm really not interested now nobody got time for that because imagine being addicted to that shit that's a rich person drug yes for 30 dollars <laughs> yeah, the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so another question I have for you is, what did you, how did your mom feel about this? Like, um, did she was she mad in the beginning, and then after a while was she just like, all right, I kind of see some money coming in. I ain't mad at it. Like, what was she saying? Like, or did she know? Did you even tell her? So my mom, yeah, I definitely told my mom. Um, she was, at first she was mad. She was just like, you need to be careful, but you're going to do what you want to do anyway. Because mm -hmm. I'm her daring child, as she says. But, um, yeah, I mean, she was mad. But then after I started making that money, <laughs> she was asking, I need you to, um, can you send me? So, yeah, when she realized, like, oh, okay. She said, oh, shit, now, hold on. She <laughs> might be going to something. That's like in P-Valley, when the mom was, like, super religious and then, like, yeah. After a while, she just yeah. My was mother like, is she religious. Was religious she was pimping her daughter out when she was younger. Was she? Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched it in a while. I need to watch P Valley. <laughs> it's telling some stories. It's it's so, a good it's a good. I actually have a question that kind of backtracks that question. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um. So in the last episode, you said you had a daughter. Yes. And I don't like bringing kids into stuff, mm -hmm. but um, based off of your experience. If she wanted to go down the same path, how would you react to it? I, that's my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all thinking I'm like, okay. Um, I would um, just, I, I wouldn't, 
said want her to God but forbid, knock I on can't wood. yeah like and she's cute mm-hmm. <laughs> no um, but I would tell her like I would just tell her like how I handle myself in there you know what I'm saying and how she would have to handle herself I mean because I mean I really if I say no you can't do it you know when you tell kids that they want to do it yeah so more. yeah <laughs> so I would just tell her this is what you got to do but I know she probably that's not she thinks it's cool that she has a mom that danced but she don't want to do it. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so was that something that you used to think about? Like, what if she knew or am I going to influence her? Was that something that used to cross your mind? Yeah, like I kept it a secret. That's probably why they call me secret. But um, I kept it a secret for a long time because I was like, I wasn't embarrassed, but I just didn't want her to do that. Like, I felt like I just, I, I didn't want her to wind up getting like a pimp or something. And, um, She's, you know, or whatever. I just, I really didn't want her to do it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to work at night. And she's like, okay. I'm like (laughs) sending her over her auntie's house and I'm going to work all night, you know? So So whatever happened to the girl that recruited you? If, and this is a reference back to episode two, ladies and gentlemen. Um, whatever happened to the girl? Did you ever see her again? I saw her a couple times, but then I didn't see her much. Oh, wow. They, um, they owe her a check you brought her she brought you into that club you making all that money for them like what do you have for us um Falange aka Tony Braxton oh okay alright hold on hold on hold on let me check that out alright um oh have you ever seen a customer or like a regular outside the club and if yes. you did like was it awkward was it like a hey was it like a hug or were they with their wives yes I have seen a couple of people some of my clients outside some of them were of course married or whatever Um, actually some of the daddies went to my door like their kids went to my daughter's school and they're like oh your mom my dad said your mom is and she'd be like oh shit and I'd be like they're lying (laughs) but yeah I mean it didn't feel awkward to me first of all like how the kids like what the fuck Cause what were you, are you telling the kids that you were at the strip club, right? Or are they just listening in? Like what the fuck? Um, now that part, I, I know you know. don't know. I don't know, but my know, daughter would say, part. "Mom, like he said, his dad has seen you like at the club and stuff like that." She would say that to me, and I was just like, "At what age?" Um, she she was ten. Oh wow. Yeah, so I would be like, uh. No, like that was that's not me. That was not me. me. They probably saw me at you know, but nah, doing what? And she's like dancing, and I'm like, no, yeah. It's like, no. I love that for you. So, um, I want to get back into. Oh fuck! I'm smacking my lips again. That's a thing that I'm trying to like stop doing. I don't know if y'all hear it when y'all listen to the show. So let me. So I'm gonna shout out. I have a barber, right? Super super dope barber. He listens to the show. And I wanted his honest critique. You know what I mean? And um, I wanted a different perspective because I'm around women all day. Like, I'm around women all the time. So I wanted a man's perspective of the show. And he listened and he's like, why do you keep smacking your lips? (laughs) And I was fucking cackling because 
I'm around girls all day and they're probably like, oh, he's gay, it's cute. Or maybe they don't even notice. They're not even thinking about it, yeah. but he's from a different environment. So he's like, why you keep smacking? He, he's noticing that. And I'm and I'm listening back to it. And I'm like, fuck, I keep smacking my lips. That's so ugly. So I just noticed I did it. I'm trying to check that. But anyway, now that I pointed it out, now everyone's going to fucking hear it. Dang, I should have never said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um boom so let me this is another reference back to episode two let me ask you this i want you to get more into the director like y'all were together for how how long were y'all together for like two years for two years what was this the what was his sign a sagittarius oh aries and a sag so y'all was Ow. getting it popping so y'all was fucking fucking yeah so okay can you get more into that like okay they had you interacting with all these celebrities you were doing hair on set um and you quote unquote why you're so obsessed with me you said they were obsessed with you yes so give me more insight on that relationship and how did it start how did it end what were the peaks what were the get get more into that um what started with them being obsessed them with Them being obsessed with me, mm-hmm. like seeing me in there and being super obsessed. And um, it was kind of intriguing, but I was kind of nervous too, because I was like, you know, I just gotta be careful. Cause like when I'm in the, when I'm in the back and I'm getting ready, you know, with the other girls, I hear all kind of stories. Like they're saying all kind of, they're saying all kind of things and stuff like that. So um, I just was like, okay. Is this person crazy? Like, who is this person? Were they saying stories about the, the about dudes in the club? Oh, just regular dudes in yeah. In because general. that was one of the things that um, the owner did say. He was like, um, "And you don't want to go outside. Like, which when you in here, you good. But when you outside and you take the the client, he would say the customer outside, you on your own. Mm-hmm. So that was like, for me, that was kind of like, yeah, at your own risk. Yeah, that's what it meant to me. So. With so you were a little leery. Yeah, a about, little bit. Yeah, because I didn't understand like why was that person so obsessed. But needless to say, they were. And then so, yeah, ended up together. They were putting you on in positions to make money with these different celebrities. Can you get into what celebrities you work with, or you don't want to get into that? Um. Mm. Yeah, I don't want. If I get it, I don't want to get. You don't want to get because I don't want to disclose. <clears throat> okay, cool. So, um, let's just say the director um, was the one that really like put me on like with dancing because you know, of course, I could tell them like what was going on, but they were like, "Hey, look." <laughs> You need to you need to find your niche. Your niche. What for me absor- observing you like on the stage. Your niche is this, and you need to worry about you. Do you remember what sh- what fuck? <laughs> Do you remember what they were saying? Um, your niche was. What was your niche? Just like really sexy. Like you you have a way of touching people. Like very listening. Sensual. Very oh, sensual. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can hear that in your voice yeah. too. Like you just have like a natural like. Yeah. Like a sexy, like a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was your niche, and then um, you have any more questions? Um, I have one more. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still carry certain things you learned in the club with you every day, like in your everyday life? 
Fuck, that's another one of my questions. I, yeah, so <laughs> this is what I want to say. All right, so now, like, up until 2022 today, like, right now, what's today? December 14th. How can you say that that has infect, uh, not infected, affected how you move, like, to this day? Um. Well, I think it's show me who I am because I've always been, like, in re- when I'm in relationships, I've always been, like, guys would tell me, like, oh, the way you touch me, like, the way you sound, like, they, I miss hearing your voice on the phone or whatever, like, just how I am. I think it just enhanced who I was because they would always say, like, I was sexy. And I was just like, well, I want to be called pretty. Like, I, I want to mm. be pretty. I don't just want to be sexy. And they're like, no, nah, it's just something about you. Like, you can't forget you. Like, so... I think now um, in my adult years, um, I've embraced that. And I mean, that's just who I am. And it's just natural. Like, I don't be sitting here trying to pretend. Like, when I do, like, if I do, like, act like it, it looks all crazy. But when I'm just myself, then it looks more natural. It's like, yeah, really? You like that? So it it allowed you to tap into, like, your inner, like, sensuality, you would say? Yeah. So no longer was I looking for, I want to be called pretty. It was just more like, I know, like, I go out with a whole bunch of bitches. I'm going to be the sexy bitch. And I don't give a fuck if it is, like, a pretty bitch that pulls whatever. <laughs> bitch, I'll take your man. And I don't even got to say nothing. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like you're more, like, self-aware? Like, especially, like, your surroundings or, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. I could say that from being around her for a while. She's very aware of her surroundings. Because she be looking. I be like, how did you even I'm notice looking. that? Like, Because we have two eyes and we need to see that. Like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I love that for you. When was the last time you heard from the director? Um, like, five and a half years ago. Oh, wow. So y'all don't keep in touch or anything like that? No, we did for a while because they had an attachment to my child. Oh, okay. But, yeah, no. After a while, it was just like, all right. Especially once, like, they get a little older. Okay, so... And they were, like, a lot older than me, too. They were? Mm -hmm. Do you want to say the age difference? It was, like, I want to say about 15 years different. So... So you like them older. Well, they didn't look old, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I think I was more, it wasn't like that I liked them old. I just liked the fact that they were established. And then, like, just saying, hey, when someone, I would get, like, a message. And it'd be like, someone's was coming through. But I told them they better ask for you, you know what I'm saying? And they come through the club. And I'm just, they're like, we want to dance. We're looking for this. And they, the DJ will call me over there. And I'm dancing with Gucci or, you know, whoever's in there. And I'm making my money. So I did. I love that part of it. I love that. That's what I was saying before. Like, if we dating and you can put me in a position to make some money, like, I feel like you're adding value to me. Like, we talk to, like, niggas or women all the time, and it's like, you're not really doing nothing for me. You're stressing me the fuck out, you know, like, but for you to put some, even if we're going through things, for you to make my life easy on that end of the spectrum, I can't be mad at that. And I love that it comes without the insecurity. Because guys tend to be like, you know, when they first meet you, they see how you look. They mm-hmm. see how beautiful, sexy you are, whatever the case may be. But when you're together with him after a while, he tends to be like, oh, who you going, All of who, a sudden, who you going mm-hmm. out to look like that for? Mm-hmm. Not me. I'm not yeah. going with you. So it never gave that. <laughs> never, and he never... They never care. They just, they always wanted me to look really good. Like when we would go to like different little spots, I was, yeah. 
they love that. Like, get, give them that wild secret. Like, you know. Hyping you up and Hyping shit. me up. I was hyped. I love that. I feel like, like you said, I'm used to them being possessive and mm-hmm. not me per se, but you just hear that all the time. Like, right. And it's like you were happy with it in the beginning. This is how you met me, but now you are being possessive. So just to hear a different um, experience, mm-hmm. that's dope. So when would you say, like, why did you leave? Like, you were making good money. You would, wait, before we get into why you left, there's another story you were telling me, but you didn't fully tell me. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Somebody died. Who died? Oh, um, one of the girls I worked with. Did you want to get, do you want to get into that? Um, Not too much detail about that because, you know, I don't know if that was like a... Right, thing, but Vaguely. yeah, I remember um, the last day that I saw her. I remember her coming in there and being like, um, "Come here, secret, you gonna dance with me?" And I'm just so like, y'all were friends, friends, no. or well, just we like would, we just would acquaintances? Say, yeah, so like I would say out of that in that era, I only had like three really good like best girlfriends in there that we just linked, but they was from up north, they or Cali, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. weren't from the south. And then it was girls in there would be like, hey, secret, I would say, hey, too, are you look cute or whatever the case may be. But um, she was a day shift girl. And I would always, so when it's switching time and I'm coming in, she's leaving. She was like, Joe, pretty ass. She would always say that. So um, that last day I saw her, she just was like, so like, just wasted. Mm. And... I was like, she asked me to dance for her. So I was like, girl. And she's like, yeah, I made some money. I want you to dance for me. So I danced for her and all this stuff. And um, she was like, I'm going to miss you. She was just talking really weird. What I'm the just, fuck? I'm like, I didn't even think nothing about it. She hugged me. And she was like, you going to do good in this, um, in this industry? She was just like, but don't stay in it long. You shouldn't, you shouldn't get caught up. And I like the fact that you never, you're just so aware. And I'm like, yeah, because I just, you can't be fucked up in that world. You can't. Like, that's why you can't use things to, like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I don't know if they were using, like, or doing all that stuff just so they could be more flexible. I don't know. I don't know what it was, right? But you say that, are you saying, like, drugs? Yeah, like, using all that stuff, like, not being sober. So I don't know Uh why they were all, like, so high on whatever, whatever. It was, I know it's painful, but when you have, like I had goals, I had a whole little tablet where I wrote down like all my goals. Like I cleaned up my credit. Like I wrote down what I made every night. I wrote down what I wanted to make and I wrote down what I would bring in. So it got to the point where I was bringing in over $10,000 a month. That's so, when that accounting comes in. Yeah. You were, if y'all so, go back to episode two, she was an accountant. And the director taught me. They were like, you know, instead of like worrying about that, just set your goals. Like, what what are you there for? And I was like, you know, you're right. Like, it's what, not what even about like trying to figure out like why they keep dancing her and she ain't doing that. It's not even about that. They would walk around there saying like they ain't make no money and stuff like that. And I'll be like, they were like, it was so I only made two hundred dollars. And I'm like, shit, I got like six. And I would be like, yeah, but I I, I wouldn't. For me, and I didn't know back in the day, when they would say it was slow, and I'd be like, really? I never would say, yes, it was slow for me. Because I felt like if I lied on me, I'm gonna make my money slow. But I didn't know that's why, that's called like manifesting. I didn't know that's what I was doing back in the day. So I was always like, really? Oh, wow, it's gonna get better. But I knew, like, my money, <laughs> I'm at home counting my money. I'm talking to my girlfriends on the phone, and they're like, girl, I already made this. And I'm like, 
oh, I made this. They're like, bitch, what did you do? We was there the same amount of hours. It's just like my talk game and, you know, the way I am with these guys, like they would, be, they would tip me mm. because I have a very good memory. So if they told me something, I could always, um, when I saw them again, ask them if they actually um, solved that issue. <laughs> so... That was one thing I could, I was really good at. And I always, they always say, you smell so good. And just, you know what? You ain't even got to dance. Just just touch me right here on my back and just run your fingers. And then I'm giving them a whole massage and at the bar or whatever, or just like just listening to them in VIP and I'm just loving it. But I know I went off topic, but back to the girl, because she was nice. Um, after I did all that, I probably danced for her for like 30 minutes. She left and then, I, it was probably like two or three days later, and I remember seeing something on the news, but I was just like, oh, they crazy. I'm like, I'm just really going to the hood when I, where I work at, right? So I get back in, and they're like, girl, did you hear about so-and-so? And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, girl, it was all over the news. And then they was telling me what happened, and I was like, really devastated. I kind of like dampered my night. And I was like, really? I was like, I just, she just danced and she hugged me and she, and I thought about what she said and I'm like, it's like she already knew. Yeah. Um, I always hear those stories about people. It's like they kind of know it's coming. But she didn't know. You know, she knew, but she didn't know. Okay, yeah. so that was like, it wasn't something where she did that herself. No, it was where, you know, because she was, she was known for doing what she does and mm-hmm. I don't, you know. But um, it was... It was like she did what she did and it just went bad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Damn. I mean, I heard it was a lot of stories. I mean, it was a lot of girls. Like we had, I, I kind of wish like um, in that world we had like a, a yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. A, a, stripper, a, a, a stripper yearbook, right? That sounds um, fire yeah, as fuck. But then I could look on there and then I could just like see because it was so, I, I just, I mean, it was so many things. It was, it was at one point where this mother came in and she was from Jersey and she said she was, I remember seeing the girl, but she was like, they hadn't talked to her in weeks. They never found her. And I don't ever know, I don't know what happened. And they just, she just posted a flyer, she went missing, and they just never found her. Wait, your friend or the mother? The mo- No, the mother came in with the daughter on the flyer, and she was like, have y'all seen this, have y'all seen my daughter? Oh. And so- I was like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, I remember her. But I hadn't seen her in weeks, and she was, they hadn't heard from her in weeks, and I don't know if they ever found her. Jesus Christ. That's a, it's a really dangerous lifestyle. So just to hear, like, I always hear, like, a lot of these kinds of stories where it goes wrong. So just to see, like, you come out on the other side Mm -hmm. and just, like, do your thing. Um, I had another question for you. Oh, so what was one of the craziest stories that you've heard? Do you remember? Because I know you used to hear all types of things. What was something that you was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, um, I don't want to go too much in that, but um, yeah, just one of the girls in there, um, it was two girls in there, and they did what they did, and one of the girls got jealous, and, you know, about it, I don't understand, but was all, like, up in there, came back to work, that's what, that, that's what I heard, they got je- she got jealous, they got into a fight. She came back to work. She's working. And the police came right in and grabbed that ass off the stage, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah. They grabbed her off the stage. Yeah, and they said, and that from what I heard, it was like, it was a murder or something. And we never saw her again. 
And I, I, I was, and the other girl wasn't there no more. Oh wow! Wow! So, so the other girl got all free. Then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So fuck. This is a crazy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom. So. Fast forward to you leaving. Mm-hmm. Before we get to you leaving, do you feel like there's any other thing you wanted to get into, like, before you left? Because I do want to get into that story. I love that story about you leaving. Um, um, you want me to go up into the point where I was like, like, wh- why did you leave? You were making I good mean, money. I mean, I was making. I was actually. I was, I was obsessed with it. I was doing like, like four days taking two days off but I literally felt like um, I literally felt like I missed um, a lot of my daughter's life like mm-hmm. her younger years because I was so obsessed with that money I was make I was they knew me at the bank like I'm bringing these ones I'm like yeah I'm waiting tables and they're looking at me like yeah whatever bitch just bringing ones in there but no um I was so obsessed. I was addicted. It was like if I didn't go, I felt like, oh shit, I missed something. Um, mm. So you would go in every day and bring your your ones in, or would you go like? I would go to the week? bank almost every day, almost mm. every other day. Um, there, yeah, and I was gonna say, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> no, all right. So you you said you were obsessed with the money. Yeah. You wanted to spend more time with your child, and you decided like okay I guess that's when you made the decision like I'm gonna leave because you said before you were feeling like you were missing something if you didn't oh yeah no I made the decision to leave well I wanted to buy a house so there was this house I saw I was like yeah, I want to get this house because like I pretty much had cleaned out my credit I had money in the bank so um when I went to get the house they said I had needed a down payment so I was like okay and they told me what I needed and I was like, okay, well, if I give that, I was like, I don't know. I just was obsessed. My birthday was coming up. So I basically was like, I get that amount of money. I was just saying like that my little prayer, I promise God, I'm going to stop dancing. So I went in there and it was like. Do you want to say how much the money was? Because it was a big amount. I got a big, I made a big amount that night. Okay. Yeah. So I was in there probably for like three hours. I probably made, I know I, I probably made over six grand in three hours, but Woo! It was like in three hours. It was like so, my the director had that so many. Let them know that ass. Basically, fat. I was just saying no. It's not even that. Like it's like they. It was so much money. Like all of the girls in there was like, bitch, this fucking club is packed. Everybody I know that night made money. Everybody that was on my on my set. They probably was stealing money from me, but it didn't even matter because I made so much money. Like all of my customers throughout the years and the rapport that I had was in there, like I said, along with celebrities. And that was a really good night. They literally had to walk me to my car because I had so much money. So um, after that. So you had made your prayer. You told God. What did you tell God? That I would stop dancing if I made the money that I needed for my house, like, you know what I'm saying, to get into my house. And I made so much money. Like I said, I made so much money. Um, I got the house. And then... Wait, you you going too fast. First of all, you you know, like, when you think you got, like, an STD and you tell guy, like, all right, just right, I'm just never going to do this again. Like, please, like, just save me this <laughs> 
I'm sure we uh, are. Like, or even like if y'all like being pregnant or something, yeah. you just like listen, God. If it like, ain't true. Please, I promise I'm gonna get my I, life. On I the promise man. I'm gonna get it together. I, I'm never, I'm never <laughs> doing it again. So this was one of those moments where right. you basically you prayed to God. You said, if I get the down payment, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna come back and dance. Right. And you got the I down. got it. And I you and got I got house. the house and then I took my ass back to the club. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so mm-hmm. I went back and I went from making like maybe two thousand a week to like to maybe three hundred a week. I couldn't make no money. It's like my regulars really weren't there. Then they when they were there, they wasn't like trying to dance me. It's like I was just sitting around. So I thought like I'll just leave this one and I'll go to another club. So I went to a couple other spots and um I remember going to one spot and I remember like all those girls in that spot had it's like you had to be light skinned. Like I'm brown, I'm not light skinned but they, like the guys would always say, you at the end of the spectrum, you almost didn't make the cut, which I thought was just the craziest thing I ever that heard because, you know, being up. from the North, we don't care about color. Like, mm-hmm. but you come to the South, if you ain't, you could be red in a hot mess. Them niggas going to choose your ass. You be, I'd be like, I look better. My body is even cuter. And you chose this bitch. They still, they, they can have no edges. They going to choose them bitches. Mm-hmm. So I don't That's understand. Crazy. But, um... So I went to that this other club and they had this the light skin thing like bad. And I was I remember dancing for this dude and I remember this girl stopped dancing for her dude and came over and checked that nigga and said, Don't get fucked up. This bitch pay this bitch. Cause she is not making no money up in here. She's not, she's not dancing for you. You gonna save that money for me. You need to pay this bitch right now. And I just remember sitting in the back being like, I can't do this. Cause one of my other girlfriends, she was like, skin she had went over there. She was working cause she felt like the club that I was at, like, bitch, you own it. Like, I can't make no money here. They love you. So she went to that one. And so she was just like, stop worrying about that. I'm like, I'm standing around not making no money. And that's not like me I can't get nobody to dance me because these other bitches dance for other niggas and looking over there looking at them niggas like get fucked up and them niggas is like nah I'm good I'm good you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. like cause saving their money for them so needless to say I left that club but and then I went to I, I like walked out they told me if I left out I did two nights there and they told me if I left I had to pay a fee and I was like, fuck them, I'm never coming back. But that was a different permit. I had to get up for a whole nother county. Oh my God. Yeah, so I had to get another, and then I got another permit. Well, that was, I could use that perm. The permit that I had at the one county worked only at that one club that I left. And then the permit that I had at that county worked at two, like the two clubs, the clubs that were on that county. So I went to this other club and um, I couldn't make no money. Like. I really couldn't make no money. Keep making noises, y'all. I think that's mine too. Was that yours or mine? I I think it's mine. When I eat, eat, like my stomach sounds funny. I'm gonna tell you what that is off the thing. Okay, so boom. (laughs) What? Not off the thing. So what did your mom say? Like you told me something that your mother said after you tried to go back. She was like, "What was your promise? Basically, didn't you make a promise to God?" And I was like. I did, but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got my. I mean, how I'm gonna pay my bills? It's like, but at the same time, I'm I'm trying to figure out like how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do that because like my daughter never repeated an outfit for like three or four months. Like I travel when I want to. We just have money all the time. Um, 
But it still didn't matter. I mean, I had made that promise. And I was definitely, it took me like, I would say it took me like a good two months to really realize like, you girl, let that shit go. Because here I have my cosmetology license and I'm, I'm going to the salon, but I'm so focused on, you know, this money mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the money that my passion, you know, doing hair and stuff like that. Um, but when I went to the other club, I danced there and I made, I was just making like maybe 500 a week. I wasn't even making that much money, but I was only there because my other homegirl was there. And in that club is when I met my narc boyfriend. <laughs> Um, okay, so we, we well, I want to save that for when you come back, but we could kind of get into that. Let me see if I got any more. You got any more questions? Mm-mm. All right, so. Um, <clears throat> okay, so boom. You met your narc boyfriend there. Mm-hmm. So he was a regular at that. Well, he would pop in, but when I saw him, and I didn't even know who he was immediately when I saw him. I was like, "Ooh, that's gonna be my man." Because he's he was in the industry, yeah, and as well. Yes. So you was oh, so you just knew. That's I knew crazy. that was gonna be my man. I was like, mm, "He gonna be my man." And everybody's looking at me like, "Bitch, she sound crazy back here." But I was like, "He gonna be my man." And so when I would go on the floor, um, I would I remember going up to him and being like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's just like looking at his phone and acting like like. He looked up at me, and he's just like, look, we're not going to do all that chit-chat. And he's looking at his phone. He's like, um, you might as well get naked and dance, because that's what you over here for. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I got naked. He's throwing money on me. But he never, he looked up a couple times, but the whole time he acted like he wasn't so pressed. Mm-hmm. He was just like always, you know, doing whatever he was doing in his phone. But every time he came in there, he was dancing me. And then we just kind of like at that at that particular time, um, that was like me. I kind of stopped dancing, so then I kind of like lost contact with him. And then we kind of like, so I, oh really? So how did yeah. y'all even get back in contact? Because with a, another an, another ex boyfriend in the industry invited me out to an industry party, and then he was there, and I literally was lost it with my sister. I'm like, oh my god. I gotta have him and she's like what is wrong with you and I'm like that's that dude I'm like I wonder if he remembers me you know what I'm saying from when I used to dance for him because it's been a couple years and he remembered you he couldn't remember me at first and then I was like I, I was I said I gotta get his number so um, my sister was like okay I'm gonna give him your number because the dude that invited us out I didn't wanna be my ex I didn't wanna be all like extra even though we weren't together I just felt like it forged a respect and that's always with me mm-hmm. um, I don't wanna be doing all that cause he did invite us you know to his, his section at the little club but she gave him my number and then he had texted my phone but where we was like my phone wasn't you know getting it and I went to the bathroom and this nigga followed me to the bathroom and was like when I came out, he was like, did you get my text? And I was like, no way. He was like, put my name in your phone. But I just remember that moment. It was so intense. Like, he was leaning up against the wall. And I don't know, like, I, I just totally forgot where I was. I was leaning up on him. We was looking at each other's eyes. My heart was beating. That electricity was mm. going. Like, my pussy was wet. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was trying to get myself together. And he was like... He was just talking or whatever. And then he was like, where I know you from? And I was like, no, you don't know me. You know me from, like, a couple of my friends. I've partied with you or whatever. And he's like, nah, I know you from somewhere, but I don't know where I know you from. He was like, don't worry, I'm going to figure it out. 
So anyway, I probably was gone to the bathroom for like 20 minutes and we was talking. But it was, it felt like it was just so right. And I was just thinking like, damn, what are the odds of me actually, you know, seeing him again? Mm -hmm. So when I got back to the section, I remember my ex being like, damn, did you have to shit? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, he was like, the, the fuck, fuck you, was you, the fuck you was doing gone. back there? I was there. like, nigga, we are not together. What are you talking about? But when he saw that the guy that was going to become my boyfriend come back in the section, he just looked. So he went over there to him and was like asking him questions or whatever. But I had already, since I had already got his number, I was like, you know, I was like, let's go. And then he was, so my ex was like, all right, I'm going to walk y'all out. But you know, the guy that was going to become my boyfriend was like leaving too. He was like, told his brother, come on, let's go. And he was like, y'all good? I'm like, yeah, we're good. So he had texted my phone and he was like, he couldn't sleep all night because um, the next day we talked or whatever and we met to go to the movies. And he was like, I couldn't sleep and I was thinking, I was thinking. He said, and then I, I realized where I knew you from. And he was like, you was motherfucking secret. And I was like, yes. And he was, he, he was going, he said, yeah, he said, let me tell you, he was like, your ex was over there saying, ah, uh, she got like five kids and she did, she did. I was like, Wait, what? what? I said, he lied. I don't, I don't even want I'm crying at five kids? He was like, he was trying to check. He said, he was trying, he asked me if I got your number. I was like, no. He's like, yo, you don't want to fuck with her. He was saying all kind of wow. stuff about you yeah, he's because he did not want him to fuck with me. Well, and when was this person sign that was doing this? The other, the Leo, the ex was a Leo. Not a Leo. Yeah. Wow. This is why I don't like Leo. Yeah. I don't like Leo. They will throw you under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he the was the August Leo. He definitely was, um, he August was doing shit. Lying ass Leos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter. So that, um, it clearly didn't matter. It didn't matter because. We hit it, and after it's like after he knew who I was, because not I him coming like, to tell you, yeah. So he said, yeah, he told me, and, and then after he knew who I was, I was so happy, like because I was like, I now I don't gotta lie, like I was like I could just be me, and he knows my background, and I ain't even got it, you know. It just felt like it was really comfortable. Um, a female trait for a guy to do that. That's yeah, so corny. right, That's yeah. so corny. and not and he wasn't gonna judge me, so I felt really good about that, mm-hmm. and um. Then we just hit it off. So when did you know, like, when did shit turn left? Like, everything was cute in the beginning. It's always cute in the beginning. But Should we save it? You want to save? We can save it. I mean, it. it's we up got, to y'all. Do we, you want? Because we're supposed to talk about that. We, we, we were. We yeah, have, but I, I, mean, just, I was just trying to say that's how, like, how I got to meet him. But mm-hmm. We but, have a little bit of time if you want to get into it and then come back. No, I wanted to say, like, I wanted to um, kind of go back to the dancing thing, like, mm-hmm. and kind of just, like, kind of give some advice for the girls like out there like you know I know I said the last time you don't make your bread and go but like in that world for real like if I could go back and talk to them because I actually did go back to the club and I saw people that I danced with like years ago still in there and then oh when I it, it, when I went in the club because the DJ was still there I literally um I felt so Imagine. overwhelmed. Like, I almost wanted to cry, like, immediately coming in the door. And I don't know if that's because I'm more in touch with my spirituality with me. But it felt so negative and heavy. Like, mm. it just dark. And I was just thinking, like, damn, I used to be in here, like, four days a week, like, for four years. You they know what I'm saying? You need sage in that motherfucker. Yeah, because it definitely was a heavy feeling. So I, when I went in there, I saw a couple of my customers. In real? there, like, Still what the there? hell? And I, that's Do crazy. Do you know how many years later that was? How many years it? That was like um about. This has been about seven or eight years ago. Oh, okay. 
I mean, well, no, I mean, later, for his later, it's been about, I would say, like, about five years later. So it was five after years me getting out of after there. you left. Yeah, and they're still in there. Wow. And then, but Jeez. they were like, where I remember when I um, was with them, dancing with them, they were like, Thick and healthy and stuff like that. Golly, saggy. And- now they're like, you can tell they're on some type of drugs. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it looked really, it was just, they just looked like, I was, I was trying to figure out, like, it was a lot of girls in there that made a lot of money, but they had a lot, they were working. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of owners. And I was just like, I don't understand how I couldn't, like, them looking at me and being like, well, she does it sober. I don't know. I know everybody comes. So I, I just want to take them all in and be like, hey, look, look. You don't need no nigga to change. You can make your own money. You can control them. You know what I'm saying? And have your own money and get out of this. You don't got to stay in this. But I felt like a lot of those girls felt like that was their career. Like, what else do they have if they leave there? You know what I'm saying? And they're making that fast money, but they're not doing nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with me, I'm making that fast money, but I'm cleaning up credit. You know, I'm buying. I bought me, like, two cars while I was there. I went from, a, like, a little small four-door, like, Sentra to, like, I got like an avalanche now. You know what I'm saying? Like that was back in the day. And um Oh, you had a um Centra too? I had yeah. Remember my Centra? A mess. <laughs> I hated Centra's a mess. I know, but you know um, my first car I had. Yeah, that. that was like yeah, that was like an upgrade for me from a key. I had a little small key at one point. And so I thought the Centra was better. Like, I had Nissan, yeah, hot mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been there. But, yeah, so it's like when I when I look, I, I just want to tell those girls, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You get your bodies done and stuff like that, but you don't really need these dudes will manipulate you and think you need them to like manage your money. But if you just actually sit down and really look at, reevaluate your life and then look at your family's life. Like I look at my mom, I like she kind of, she struggled with us. And I was like, I'm not trying to do that. Like I feel like she made, she didn't really, she made moves the best way she knew how. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, I'm making moves that's going to benefit my child, mm-hmm. you know, not, I'm a, I, was, I always say, like I'd always say to her, like I'm going to do to my daughter, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure you have, like you never going without. Whereas I feel like with my mom, you know, she had us, she didn't, she wasn't, she didn't know. Like if she really knew she would have done, I feel like she would have did better, but she only knew that little bit. So I feel like with those girls in the club, if they could just sit down and be like, you know what, I don't want to be like that. Like, I want to be even better than this. Like, how many years I've been here? Have you been in there 20 plus years? You know what I'm saying? You definitely need 20 to. 20 years is crazy. 20 years is crazy. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> need to be out of that. You, you're still in there now. Now you're considered old and. And washed up. And washed up. And you on day shift tricking because you was not making no money at night. You need to be completely out of there. I remember my first time in a strip club. It was this old lady. She clearly had got her body done. This was like when it first started getting trendy. And she would try to like dance with the niggas and they would be like, No, thank you. Yeah. And I we I mean at the time me, on at, at the time me and my <laughs> friends were laughing, like, oh my God, like, but that's crazy to think. Like she's trying to pay her bills, she's trying to dance, and but she's on the wrong her, shift. No. Day shift is for the older ones. That's what I would see when I was in there. That's why I knew I couldn't fit on day shift. Because them old chicks, <laughs> they turning tricks. Because they know if they come on the night shift, them nigg- them young boys is not, they yeah. not trying to, they like, oh, one no. finger, you know how you shake, this is to uh, the um the listeners, where you sh- put your one finger up and you shake it side to side, like, no. Like, mm-hmm. imagine. Um, yeah. Somebody telling your ass no? No. You thinking you about to make some money, you got bills to I pay. I don't know how you thought that, though. 
That's crazy. Yeah, so, so oh, also, how you thought that? She's <laughs> not you telling the lady that. And then at the time, me and my friends were laughing, but it's like this lady is a grown woman who knows what shit she got going on bills. She got to pay. She can't even pay her bills. She doesn't even know that she could use her brain to make this kind of money. She doesn't even this. I don't know. That's why I keep saying like when I look at them, I'm like maybe I should have like a program. You a program for these bitches. You don't need these niggas to tell you. And then you need to have a strategy and a plan. And that's what I can honestly say the director gave me, which I had direction anyway, but gave me really good insight. And then I had met a lot of people that gave me like the Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich book. I had a dude actually come in there. He used to come dance me all the time. And then he would be like, don't rush. He told me straight up, stop rushing back out here when you get off the stage because there's money in the club. And them girls was like, there's money in the club. And they don't wash their ass. You know what I'm saying? Which... I would wash. Of course, I would go in there and you whole bath in the sink, right? And change your outfits. But he would say, take the time and and that's something I would do. So I would, you know, change my outfit, wash up or whatever the case may be. But he was like, love on your money. Like, take the time and organize your money. Don't just throw it in a bag and put it in your locker. Lock it I was going to ask you. And so. When you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. With that. I would take the time to organize my ones and everything, and then I would clip it, you know, put it in the rubber band, put it down on my boot or whatever, and I would go out there. And when they had rushed back out there, the girls that rushed back out there, I would see them sitting around, not getting danced, and I would come out there, and as soon as I came out there, a nigga would be like, hey, you, come here. And I'm over there get, making my money because of me loving my money and taking the time with it. It's like more money came to me. Mm. Mm. Speak on it. You better preach. So I was going to say, when you were actually dancing, how did you collect the money? Because the old lady, she had a purse. So she would be in her her outfit and then she would have her bag, like a, the purse yeah. that you wear. She would have that. I just thought, I don't I don't like how that looks. I don't do, I didn't do purses and I didn't put it on my garter because dudes would could yank it off your garter. Yeah. I always wore, I like to wear boots, so I'm known oh, for the boots. Just... So I would stick it down, and my boots would come up to my thigh. I would stick it down high boots. boots. And the rubber band, but I was, and you know, they'd be in separate, like in little things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get a big wad and wrap it and put it in. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I, okay, that was just a little. So, I was thinking about how, because I remember when Cardi B had first came out, and everybody kept talking about, oh, my God, you was a stripper, you was a stripper. And... One of her things that she was saying was how she ended up making it to, you know, this was when it was very early on in her career. And they were like, how the fuck? It was female rappers that had been out, but they weren't reaching the level of success that she was reaching. And they were just, everybody was just like, nobody was taking her serious at first, but then it was like, we had to take her serious. And one of her things that she was saying was from when she was in a club, she had a plan. Like she probably was in the club for, I don't remember how long she was saying it for, but she said she had a plan. She ended up on Love and Hip Hop and she ended up, you know, went on from there. But just like how you said earlier, like you really got to have like, even not even just the club, anything that you're doing, you got a regular job, you really need a plan plan to like how we not sitting here forever it's no way we gonna sit sit up in here for 10 years or when like how you said you went back five years later and it was the same people like that's crazy i saw this video recently that um said about like basically how cardi b started Mm -hmm. she was stripping for fab and she was also being flown out to dance for the migos like being in bad different videos and stuff look at that full circle can you imagine like you know now she's with offset Married to him yeah. and everything, so like when you put yourself out there, you get a nigga. The doors open. Well, more than just a well, nigga, but I mean, yeah, you can get a husband. Like helping them girls got married, but I was gonna say like with that, like you said, yeah, they don't. When I would talk to them, they didn't have a plan. They was just dancing. They weren't even thinking like I had to feed my kids, and it's like, and then they which kept is understandable, but having babies—that's another thing. Oh shit! You you gotta, you, you gotta be smart, and then they used to always fucking up your money if you. 
pregnant. Yeah. I did hear about pregnant strippers. That's another thing. But they just, yeah, have a baby and then I see them in like but three, gonna three be or in four weeks back in. They still got the little pooch from it and they dance. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they got to feed the baby. So they got to come back right away. Oh, my God. It's just really, like you said, it's about being smart. It's, it's about being smart. Using your brain power to figure out, like, there's nothing wrong with being in a club, but you can't sit there forever. That's just not one of those things that you could do that with. And I get, like you said, that they feel like that's all they have. Mm-hmm. But well, that's all. That's all they're manifesting for themselves. Like, the world is big. That's one thing I learned. Like, it's it's big. And just like I might say, you might have a pimp in there that has girls working. He's manifesting that. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, he's like, I ain't working. These bitches gonna work for me. They gonna bring this money. And he's getting it. And he's using his brain and manifesting how he wants to be, right? But them girls are, like, they're just, I guess they're manifesting. I just want to do to take care of me. But you, he's not even taking care of you, even though he might provide the car to drive you to work and the house. Most of them girls that I saw that, that were together with one dude, he was taking them to Rainbow for outfits. Like, <laughs> they was getting homemade hairstyles. They weren't even like, I was looking like, what? Like, you making all this money and he's coming in there to collect and then he's turned around with the money that you just did whatever you needed to do in VIP or worked for and dancing a bad bitch with your money mm-hmm. and dancing her for a long time and then turn around and paying her the money you just gave him and you need to definitely replace that. Like, I just felt like, that was like so dumb. Right. Wow. So. Wow. Well, I definitely appreciate you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Um, I have another question mm-hmm. before we go. Do you have any more questions? Um, no. So I want to make fun of both of y'all because I called you <laughs> before we got here <laughs> and she answered the phone like, Hello. <laughs> you know, I ain't, I ain't tired. I'm like, <laughs> I was tired. Hello. She like, yeah. I'm like, what you doing? She like, um, what? What you say? I don't know what you say you was doing, but you was trying to sound. You was trying to sound like you wasn't laying down, but I knew you was laying down. And I'm like, this girl is an hour away from my, from the studio. I'm like, I hope she's gonna be on time. An hour? Not an hour. Is it f- 28 minutes? It's 28 minutes? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 40 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. This I'm traffic done. is annoying as fuck. It so is. then. <laughs> and it's raining though. It's raining. And it's raining. You and know these motherfuckers does take a little longer. are driving like you don't have nowhere to be. They yeah. don't. Everybody's working from home and you know what everybody's doing going to Starbucks and sipping coffee with their laptops. Bro, y'all don't got nowhere to fucking be. First of all, I have things to do. I left my notebook with all my notes. If we don't have notes, we don't have a fucking show. <laughs> then I had to turn my ass around. It was already traffic. The people, it's like no, no, so nobody but got nowhere chose, to be. You chose lunchtime. You know everybody out on oh, lunch. I just, and I thought about that. I know, but any earlier, because it was already a lot for us to wake up to be here for this what? time. I mean, I could do early. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, but you know what? If you did come early, it'd be a lot more traffic, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's Atlanta. It's nothing we could really do. It's a mess. But I was annoyed that people were driving. I'm like, nowhere. Got, nobody got nowhere to be. Also, you called me and you was like, hello. And I'm like, what is going on? I had just woke up. I was like, let me jump I, in the And I wasn't saying anything because I wanted to see if you was about to cancel because you was like, yeah. Um, I was. Mm. You was about to cancel? No. If you said, oh. I'm videotaping it. I. No, we we not we doing audio today. It's too much going on. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, um, I'm not gonna make it. Well, this is our last episode for the year, and um, 
So the next weeks we're gonna chill out. We'll see y'all in 2023. We'll see y'all in 20. We'll see y'all hoes in 2023. <laughs> um, but we do want to work on our visuals because we want to give y'all not just an audio experience. We want to give y'all a visual experience. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to see my facial expressions. I want y'all to see Tony's facial expressions, the guests, whoever they've been. But also too, I want us to peel back on the guests because I want us to actually work on the infrastructure of the show with just me and Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. I want us to not depend on the guests. Like if they're here, it's cool. But that's something we got to work on. Podcasting is new for me. It's new for her you know what I mean but um needless to say I have one more thing before we go I'm watching this I'm watching this thing on um Netflix oh you should watch it so we can talk about it have y'all heard of this white girl her name is Anna Delvey okay y'all both quiet y'all didn't hear of her okay boom she's she's scammed she's from Germany she came here and acted as a socialite like she was some rich girl and scammed like hotels and trust people with trust funds and all this shit of millions of dollars she scammed them on millions of dollars she finessed them she ended up ends up going to jail mm. but everybody's confused because everybody keeps saying she's not pretty how the fuck did she finesse them out of all of this money it's millions of dollars she finessed them out of the show is so fucking good one of the episodes she has um of she gets kicked out of the hotel because she couldn't pay for the hotel. She has nowhere to stay. She has a trainer behind the trainer, a cool, like, have a personal relationship. And she comes to the trainer's house. But at this point, the trainer is fed up with her shit. She goes to the trainer's house because she needs somewhere to stay. But the trainer is, is where her man getting some dick that night. Cassie, I want to know. With whose man? With her man? Her own man. So the trainer's fucking her man. The trainer's fucking her own man, but she... Mm-hmm. She's coming to the trainer's house while she's getting some dick. So that's like me coming to your house or a client of yours coming to your house like, hey, I need somewhere to stay while your nigga is there and y'all are having an intimate moment. What would you do? We were already, we were in the act. You were in the act. And, and she rung is, the doorbell? She rung, the, well, she was downstairs. It was like a building. So okay, she was so downstairs. she's calling And they downstairs. called, the concierge called her, is that what it's called? Concierge. Yeah, concierge. Calls her like such and such down here. She's screaming and crying. What would you do? If you're, because f- they're cool. They're friends at this point. They're beyond client and, and um. so what, what do you do? You know what's crazy? I heard a story recently. I think this happened like two, three days ago. This guy <laughs> got caught cheating with a girl. His girlfriend came home and she's pregnant. Right. <gasps> he's literally in the bed with the girl but I'm not sure like if there was an argument that transpired between them but the guy ended up throwing the girl out the window the Which pregnant one? girl the one that he was with the one why he, he threw her out the window and I guess he just didn't want for his girl to see or whatever the case may be well she really gonna see if but he fucking she, throw her she, out the did window did she die yeah she died she he threw her from the fifth floor of the building. So now you're not just in trouble with your girl. Now your you're whole not life gonna even, is, you're not even gonna see the baby. Ten, 10 minutes, maybe fifteen minutes later, he goes outside. He checks on her. He just looked, and then he went back inside. <gasps> is this in Atlanta? I, I think so. Honestly, I think I, so. I just seen this recently. He, mm-hmm. She asks off the mic, "Is he black?" <laughs> <laughs> He's black. You, you, I he's black that sounds like some. That sounds like some white stuff. Though. I feel like white people don't be. You think white people be cheating? I don't think they would throw somebody out the window though. I think they smarter. Uh, they gonna think. About I mean, she. He could have just hit. I don't she, think. Not saying black people stupid. No, I don't. <laughs> I just. I, I'm. I don't, I don't think know. white men are that scared of their wives to do some shit like that. 
They were, they, I don't know. The white women don't be like, they're not scared I of them. I wasn't expecting you to say that, though. So, me, for with, with the situation. Okay, right. Back to the situation. What would you do if you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if my friend was fucking my nigga, basically? No, okay. Did I tell a story no. wrong? You said, you said, you made it seem like the dude was having sex with another dude. What? That's what it sounded like to me. You said the, the trainer. The okay, trainer so was the having trainer sex with, was having sex with, with her, her boyfriend. And the well, trainer's man. a girl? <laughs> yeah, it's a trainer. Yeah, that's what we need I to know. Oh, the trainer's a girl? Oh, oh my God. Because I was thinking the trainer was a dude. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was two dudes. I got to edit this. This is fucking yeah. crazy. No, leave it. Because this is cute. Because we was all confused. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the trainer is a, is a lady. Yeah. She's with her man. That's why I would say, what would you do? Oh. She's with her man. The Anna, which is her oh, client, she's not coming in. It's her client, but they're cool. They're past client, whatever. They're cool now. She's downstairs screaming and crying. The concierge called her Anna's down here, whatever, whatever, whatever. What would you do in that situation? Would you kick your man out and t- and for her to sleep in? Would you keep getting the dick and just tell her to sleep on the couch? Like, what would you do? Keep getting the dick and tell her. To sleep. Just sleep on the couch. And turn the TV up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. I mean, she if she's calling me screaming and crying and I know, like, her man's there. No. Oh, God. You're still confused. Because you're saying the concierge called me from downstairs and said, this girl wants to come up. Right. And she's screaming and crying. Right. And I know that that's her. That's the, girl, the girl's man I'm fucking. No, no. I don't know why you keep saying that part. Because I'm confused. Because that's what you keep who's, saying. Who's, who's fucking who's who? Who's betraying who? I said she was fucking her own man. Her own man. You keep making oh, it seem like it's that bitch at downstairs okay. crying man. No. I oh, said her she's own fucking her man. own man. Yeah, I would so probably. she's crying because she feels a type of way about another situation? Or? She has her own stuff going on. You know those friends that is yeah, always so if something. if she came to my house crying. No. But no, but if she did, you know, because because I'm very, like, caring like that, have empathy like that, I would probably stop and be like, baby, we can finish this later. Like, I, do, I really need, she's one of my good clients. Like, I need to check on her and that make sure have, she's good. I think that might have happened to me before, actually. Not, like, somebody coming to my house, but, like, when I had a friend that called me and she really needed to talk mm. really bad. And it was, like, right while you was, was in the act. in the midst of the moment. And you stopped? And I'm just like... Well, actually, no, I didn't stop because <laughs> right because she called me once. I didn't answer. Called me like two more times after that. I'm like, all right, this must be something serious. So let me answer. Whatever. <laughs> that's when you know. That's when everything stopped. Cause you know, like I'm empathetic like that too. So but I like, think okay, like I'm gonna take time and listen to you, but at the same time, baby, we gotta hurry this up. But you don't think <laughs> like so when she called you, like if that happened to me, wouldn't that take you out the mood once you get hear that call? Like you still couldn't go back to being how you just were. I feel like your whole energy with it would be he was like, What's all? What's what's going on? Like because now you ain't into it no more. Because <laughs> right. you're gonna be like, Oh, I, I can't you can't do nothing right now, but then you're gonna feel like for me, I know I'm gonna feel bad and be like all right, so the energy we just had is gone. I'm gonna feel bad, but I don't think I'm gonna ever lose the energy because. Okay. Like, I really, like, I'm the type of person, sometimes I make other people's problems my problems. Mm-hmm. And that's where that comes from when you, like, when it ruins your mood in a sense. So I'm, like, breaking out of that at okay. this point. So, like, now I'm just like, all right, bitch, um, that's not my problem. It's really your problem, but, like, you know, I'm not gonna allow this, this issue right here to affect what I got going on. Because the reality of it is, I'm not in the situation. Right. Right. But you don't think, like, I don't know, I'll be thinking, like, well, if I was in that situation and I call her, I would want her to be like, okay, come up. And I'll be like, hold on, girl, give me, like, you got to give me, like, a good hour, and then I'm going to get back with you. 
Like I would an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, I was about to say five minutes, but I was like, we wouldn't be finishing five minutes. Like an hour. Yeah. Give me like a good hour, but when I finish not my be fucking for an hour. Yeah, I don't. I like quickies anymore. That's what I'm saying. I, I would say like 15. No, I don't like no long, drawn you fuck out for shit. an hour? Like, I like a good like 30 I, I, minutes. I like some rounds. All right, rounds. I mean, you could get rounds, but I think like I the session it. for a session, I like 30. I never heard nobody fuck for an hour straight unless they were like on some drugs. And yeah. Drug sex. I can tell you about that too. Drunk? Are you drunk? Drunk? I feel like I feel like drunk. You just keep going. Really? I never I had. T- I mean, I never had drunk sex. If well, if what? someone not drunk, but if someone puts something in your drink like with me and that you don't know, <gasps> it's Somebody? a different. It's it's a different. It's you be like. How long we been fucking? And then you just a lot of stuff like a lot, a lot of stuff like where you would take the time and be like, no, you got. Oh, don't do that. The, they can hear it. Oh, sorry. Mm. You got to put the condom on. And it's, you just roar, you just when you, well, you finally realize it. what's going on, you're like, oh shit! Like I didn't even do it, but that's when that's if somebody put something in your drink. So somebody put a roofie, yeah, in your drink. Mm-hmm. Were they white? Black, of course. Black people. Yeah. A black guy, I a couple. Was... <laughs> <gasps> we can talk about that another day. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was cute. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could do this for like hours and hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but um, we got to wrap it up. We've been here. They're probably going to come get us or something. I don't know. Because we've been here. I saw we, them look. They look? I can see because, you know, I'm looking this way. Oh, shit. I saw them walk by the guys that were in here earlier. Okay, so we got to go, y'all. And let's say, they work here? Yeah, they work here. Oh, okay, yeah, because they looked over here. Well, we got to go, y'all. Um, is there anything y'all want to plug before we uh, go? I want to say shout out to the, what, what are their names? The ones that came in here? Oh, I don't know. Engineers. Engineers. Engineer. Shout yes. out to the engineers. They got these engineers. mics working better. Y'all can hear your girl now. Yeah, my girl was sounding <laughs> like Minnie Mouse over there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, they came and helped us out. Are these any of these buttons working? Oh, shit. Oh. What the fuck? That's like the crickets. Yeah, that's not like crickets. Well, he How said you. Because you, you said stop. you was going to test it out, but you didn't. It's not stopping. Oh my God, playtime is over. I can't even get it. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> that was a mess, yo. We gotta go, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. But look, also I did want to say. So, do you have anything you want to plug? Um. Okay. Well, I did want to say follow me on Instagram, K I R Q U E V A L E N T I N motherfucking O. Oh, and follow me on Twitter at the KV Show underscore. And um, yeah, that's all we have for today. Playtime is over, bitches. Mm-hmm.